When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. I'd like to talk a little bit about saying no, how to say no without feeling guilty, embarrassed, or shameful in a situation where we might be tempted to say yes. There are those times in life where someone might ask us to do a favor, take on a little bit of extra work, or in other ways get something done, and perhaps it's something that we don't really have the time or desire to do. For whatever reason, we need to say no, but instead we're just really feeling pressured to say yes. Well, why is that? Why is it that we say yes when we either ought not to or feel like saying no? One is what we think we want is to create pleasantries with the other person who has asked us for this favor. We really just want to make that person happy. We want to avoid a confrontation or unpleasant feelings. We want to further the relationship in some way by doing this favor and a lot of other reasons. What we're not seeing is that by saying yes when we really don't want to do whatever the thing is, we are actually doing that other person a disservice as well as ourselves. Because on the outside, we're portraying a willingness and even an eagerness to help that other person. But when we inwardly feel differently, it's very difficult to carry out the favor or the extra work or whatever it is and do it with full purpose of heart, with a total willingness. That would be contrary to what we're feeling on the inside. The bottom line is that when we need to say no, but we say yes to something, it is a betrayal of our inner sense of what we should actually be doing. I'm a firm believer that we all have a sense of right and wrong. And especially, we have a sense of what we ought to do in a given situation. Perhaps we have a sense of what would be right for that person or how we could best help them, genuinely. If we honor the sense that we have to help someone else or to do whatever it is, favor, errand, extra work, if we honor that sense and truly desire to be helpful and we feel great about it, then that's a good thing. But if we don't really want to do that, If we hold back in some way, the outcome's just never going to be positive like we hope it will be. That kind of incongruence or lack of alignment internally really chips away at our self-confidence. It causes us to either see ourselves as better than or worse than somebody else. It becomes this kind of unspoken burr in the foot of the relationship, and it makes it very difficult to have harmony I'm a big fan of music parallels because I have a background in music and music education. So a lot of my thinking comes from harmony and the way we need to be together to make music. So if we were in an ensemble and I were playing my trumpet and you were playing your flute and we're trying to harmonize together, we would definitely need to be getting along. Uh, Because if we bring to that rehearsal some tension or we're holding back in some way, it's going to be very difficult to create a musical performance that could be aesthetically pleasing, but also emotional and communicative. So 
in our relationships with other people, it's just the same way. If somebody's come to me and asked me to do them a favor, run an errand, or do some extra work, and I say yes, but really, I just can't bring it, I, and I don't want to, then there's the elephant in the room, isn't there? There's going to be my either being slow and late with that project, or holding back, or maybe I'm even inwardly resenting the fact that I said yes. It might even be pretty easy for me to suggest to myself that it's the other person's fault for even asking me. That kind of situation really is something that I want to avoid and I would suggest we want to avoid because saying yes when we really mean no is a problem that a lot of us have many times throughout life and just in normal everyday situations. Why should you say no when you really do mean no? First of all, when we say yes, we do hold back and give less than when we uh, could have said no or should have. Our subconscious mind actually knows what we really want or really are capable of doing. And when we just can't deliver, that's going to sabotage us. So that's that's the first thing. Another thing is that uh, we tend to go through the motions with our thoughts and our actions and our feelings just don't lie. So when we know we should have said no and we, we do the thing anyway, we really should um, reconsider that. We also make ourselves subservient to what others ask or want and might see ourselves in a victim role with no control when we say yes but mean no. We need to control our thoughts, feelings, and actions by considering why we might need to say no. We spend a lot of time, wasted effort, and going through the motions when we have so much more to contribute than a half-hearted effort. There is a huge opportunity cost to saying yes when we should not. First of all, if you want to say no but say yes anyway, you go into this space of being out of alignment with yourself. You present a willing, helpful self, but inwardly you're not willing at all. You need to stop and think something different to resolve this alignment problem. It's usually a self-blaming thought like, oh, I should care more. I should be nicer. I really, really should be more willing to help this person. Or maybe it's a self-justifying thought like, it's their fault for asking. Um, maybe it's a rationalization or a resentment. Maybe victimization like, I am not at fault here. They're making me do this, <laughs> which, which uh, is really untrue. But either way, you put yourself down or put the other person down in your mind and it drives this wedge in the relationship and keeps it from being a truly harmonious one. So the idea today of saying no when we should is a really big one. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about how to be really plain, direct, honest, straight up, and with no strings attached. If we could live that way all the time without having to keep thoughts and feelings to ourselves, that would be a great feeling, a great way to be. And I love that idea. So I want to share that with you today. Um, recently in the podcast, the previous episode was about personal leadership. And being willing to say no when you really can't deliver is a great way to lead oneself. It's also a little bit about fear. So the episode before that, we talked about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So in a situation that requires a no response, one of the biggest reasons we avoid giving that no and we give the yes that we should never say is, is that we're afraid of whether the other person is going to still like us, approve of us, accept us, 
or whether we're going to keep the peace with that person. When you think about it, the fear of rejection or acceptance is pretty strong. We really are fueled by this quite a bit. Fear is a big thing, but when you feel the fear, stopping because of fear actually makes it worse. It makes the fear larger and in the future almost insurmountable. So the best way to tackle that fear is to step through it, to act. So if we're afraid to say no to somebody, giving a kind no with a brief explanation and then sticking to that no is a great way to tackle the fear and move forward. So the more things we think about, the more we analyze it, the slower we're going to react and the more roadblocks we're going to give ourselves to taking that action. That, of course, creates a lot of inward stress, tension, dissonance in the relationship and inside oneself. So some good things to think about. I can think about the difference between what we think we want and what we really want here. What we think we want is peace. And we often believe we're going to get it by saying yes when we're asked to do that favor, errand, or extra work that we really can't do or should not do. It just prolongs the agony because in the end, being able to give less of an effort or hoping someone doesn't find out we didn't do the thing or being slow and late with it actually creates more tension than if we had said no in the first place. The true desire for peace comes when we are straight up about our abilities and our availability, even our willingness, um, in communicating the yes or no answer. So here are some thoughts about saying no when we should say no. The first one is about setting healthy boundaries with other people. It's absolutely okay to explain your availability, your willingness, and the lack of fit or goodness of fit, whether you feel you have the skills needed for the thing you're being asked. It's absolutely okay to negotiate. For example, uh, we might need to say, I can help you and I can do this thing, but it will need to be a little bit later than you're thinking of. And with this twist, would that be okay? So negotiating is good. Also, uh, the willingness to actually say no to a request, that's also a big deal and very important. So I would suggest when delivering the no, especially if you've already made up your mind and you're pretty clear about the fact that it needs to be a no from you, just be direct, concise, and kind. Everybody appreciates kindness. Saying, I'm sorry, no, I won't be able to do that. I really wish I could help you, but right now I'm not in a position to do that. My plate is too full right now. I can't take that on. I really appreciate you asking me. Thank you. These are all totally acceptable. Now, if you're a person who says yes all the time when you're given extra tasks or opportunities or even people ask you for favors, this is going to take a lot of getting used to. For you, it might feel very uncomfortable. That would be normal right? So it is totally acceptable and to be expected that it would be way out of your comfort zone if you normally say yes when you should say no. Secondly, people around you are going to really be off balance if you always say yes and you start saying no. Other people will question it. They will push back a little bit. Are you sure you can't help? Come on, you know you want to do this job. You want to take this opportunity. You want to do this extra work. They might just not buy your story because this is a change for you. And the truth is, it is a change. It's a major life change to begin realistically seeing the yes-no situations in your life and responding differently. 
But what you're going to begin seeing is if you'll take the action and start saying no to some things, this suddenly opens the entire window of opportunity. Now, you have all the space in the world to decide, where are you going to put your focused effort? Will you begin empowering your children more? Will the people around you at work start to take more initiative? Will you start to excel in a particular area because now you have the energy to really do that? Whatever it is, if you are more selective with where you put your time, investment, and talent, and energy, you have all of the possibilities open to you. Now, Inwardly, it's very easy to retreat to old thoughts, feelings, and patterns, especially in these, if these are ingrained behaviors over a long period of time. They used to say it takes 21 days to develop a new habit, but I recently heard something about it taking 66 days of daily sustained effort for a habit to form. Regardless of which one of those things is true, it's very easy to relapse into old behaviors and old thought patterns because... They simply are there, right? So how are you going to make this effort a new path and not go to the extreme of simply just saying no to everything? Because that would be another path that's probably not the right way either. Well, the first thing would be to appropriately take stock of what you can contribute to others. Because an honest contribution to other people's welfare their projects, their lives, is not just noble and noteworthy, it actually gives meaning to our lives. It brings us value. And to the degree that we can do that, it's incredibly satisfying and wonderful to be able to help other people. The hesitation should be whether you can do that and still be able to have the energy, time, and resources to do those things you are truly meant to do or that only you can do the song that only you can sing. So think about that as you say yes and no. Secondly, also think about the idea of the airplane oxygen mask. When there is an emergency in an airplane and the oxygen masks fall from the ceiling, we're always cautioned to put on our mask first and then help the people around us. Life is just like that. So If we're saying yes to too many things on other people's agendas and don't have any time or space left for what our agendas are, then we are really harming ourselves because we don't have enough time or energy to devote to our own projects, our own life, and our own growth. So that is also worth considering. If this is an area in which you are working to grow, the question is, what do you want? What is the aim of saying yes and what is the aim of saying no? What are the goals that you have for yourself? What are the other person's goals? And what goals do you have mutually for that relationship? Taking a look at those things, the answers to those questions will help you to clarify what your real goal is in changing in this area, if change is needed. What kind of story will you tell yourself about the yes answer? What will it enable you to do? Will it give you the reserves you need for other things? Or will it have an opportunity cost that no longer allows you to do those things that are right for you? What would the goals be in saying no? What would you have in the future that you don't have right now? What will you tell yourself about the no answer? 
And is it honoring that sense within you of right and wrong for you and for that other person? Another question that is worth answering is about owning the feelings and the emotions of that situation. A lot of times it's very tempting to own the feelings of the other person. You're going to hear me say this a lot. We cannot own anybody else's feelings but our own. Our feelings come from our own thoughts, beliefs, experiences, the filters in our mind based on what we're seeing, hearing, experiencing, and so forth. So if our feelings come from within our own mind and experiences, that also implies that other people's feelings come from their experiences and their filters. If that's the case, we definitely have to step back and be very careful not to try to own the feelings of other people. In deciding to say yes or no, taking that step back and letting go of the outcome, letting go of the other person's feelings, it might at first feel a little bit detached if you're used to hanging on to that. It might even feel inhuman or unloving. But the truth is, whether you say yes or no to help someone else, it does not change your nature as a human being. It doesn't make you suddenly an unloving person. It doesn't make you an unkind person. In fact, giving that no answer when you need to might be the most loving, kind thing that you could ever do. Taking a look at the reality of what is really happening in the moment, how it's impacting you and the other person, and what the opportunity cost might be for the other things you also need to do in life, that's critical. Then you can also weigh your options. What could you do? What ideas do you have? What alternatives are there? Is there anything else going on? What has worked in the past? What steps could you take? Is a no really necessary? Is there a compromise? Or is it really a yes? You can choose. Lastly, what will you do? But if you need to start saying no to more things and you start small and just take little steps forward, you're going to gain all the confidence. You're going to start noticing possibilities open up where you can be much more impactful in your life and in the lives of others. And you might even start to see others around you change a little bit more for the better. Doesn't mean it'll be easy, but you can do it. And as you develop your power and your purpose by using a practical tool such as reviewing the yes and no, it's going to make you stronger and help you meet your potential and become who you were meant to be. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H.com. 